Thanks for listening to FYI Stillwater, where you will hear information about your local government you didn't know you need to know straight from the source. Be sure to check out other news and information from the city of Stillwater at stillwater.org or find us on Facebook and Twitter. Hi, I'm your host, Sherry Fletcher, Director of Marketing and Civic Engagement. Today, my co-host is Assistant City Manager, Paula Dennison. Hey, Paula. How you doing, Sherry? I'm good. Good. We've Me had too. A, we've had a busy week. Yes, we have. Every I'm glad week. it's Thursday afternoon. Yeah. Every week is busy. Every week is busy here oh. lately, yes. And that's excluding COVID. Oh, yeah. Uh, so COVID is like our new... Uh, Permanent project? Yeah, it yeah, is. Since it's been Never ending. On, it's been going on for a while. Yes, it is. But today, our guest is Kelly Hitch, Water Utilities Supervisor. He's a first-time guest. Yay, Kelly! All right, let's start off with some basic facts. Okay, great. Thank you. So, our Water Utilities Department... Uh, does a lot of stuff, and I know um, we've had Thomas Novotny here. Yeah, he was here. here last week. He yeah. explained a lot about uh, water distribution, and Kelly's in that department too. Yes, he is. So with Kelly as a supervisor, um, there's a lot of interaction with what uh, comes out of the water treatment plant that Thomas is over, but the main priority for Water Utilities Department is being responsible for providing safe, reliable drinking water to the city of Stillwater, our customers, which are inside city limits and some outside city limits, but we also have surrounding rural water districts, those that the city owns, that we're responsible for providing the safe and reliable water to. But we also sell water to other rural water districts. It's a busy department. It's a very busy department. Plus, that's just the water part. The water utilities also has the pretreatment or the proper treatment and the return of all of the wastewater that goes through our wastewater treatment plant and all of the distribution and collection system for so it's it. just a big loopy thing. The water comes in and the water goes out eventually. eventually. Eventually, yes. Discharged actually back into natural waterways. Just the way it came to us. Just the way it came to us, exactly. But all of the in-between, there's a lot of compliance Mm-hmm. that the city is responsible for. So in Kelly's role in that, he uh, does a lot of the hydrant flushing. Uh-huh. So we have had some videos about mm-hmm. the hydrant flushing yeah. up on the website recently. And that is periodic flushing so that we can maintain that quality of water that not only we expect, our customers expect, but the regulatory authorities at the state level also expect from us. It's way more complicated than just uh, turning the tap on. Yes, yeah. it is. And aren't we grateful that we can turn the tap on and something clean and safe comes out? Awesome. Yes. Yeah. So we're going to uh, get into this interview. and We're going to be asking Kelly. Uh, he's a longtime city employee. He's going to tell us kind of what he does for the city. And also we're going to discuss what makes a good customer service and why it really matters to the public on the whole. So welcome, Kelly. Thank you so much for being here. Hi, thanks for having me. All right. Uh, Like Paula was saying, you helped us with a public service announcement recently to show what the hydrant flushing program was at. So was that your first time to do a public service announcement? Yes, it was. Was Um, it what you expected? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, it was kind of interesting to see uh, to see the other side of it. Right. I've seen the I've seen the public service announcements, but I've not ever seen one videoed and, yeah. and things yeah, that go on with that. It was kind of kind of interesting to see the other side of that. Yeah, because you can see how it got built and how why it looks the way it does. 
Yep. So yeah, that's I think that's interesting too. So I know that you have listened to one of our podcasts and you know that we always start with a lightning round. And so we're going to ask you some random but revealing questions. Are you ready? Sure. Okay, Paula. Okay, so Kelly had sent in his questions, but I didn't get them before the uh, this recording. Oh, you're just looking so... for an excuse. She always has different questions, so Kelly doesn't know what's coming. (laughs) That's right, and that's that's why I like doing this. So, Kelly, first question. If aliens were beamed down to Earth, would you go hang out with them? Uh, Hang out, maybe. Um, Go with them somewhere else? No, I like where I'm at. I I like the country we live in. I like where we are. don't think I would ever leave, but... You know, it would be interesting to see him and figure You're out. You're open-minded, right? Uh, you might entertain him. Somewhat, him. anyway. Entertain him a little bit. He's welcome. Okay. Show him around town. Humanity. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, speaking of entertainment, what is your favorite song to sing? Because oh, you are a singer. Yeah, oh, yeah he I've is been a known, singer. I've been known to sing a little. Um, wow, that's tough. I go back to church hymns are, are probably my favorite things to sing. Maybe um, an old church hymn, Victory in Jesus, is one of my all-time favorites. Uh, yeah, um, that's a good one. Maybe you two could do it. I cannot join in because I sound like a screeching cat. I was just ask, I was going to ask him to demonstrate for us. I think we should. <laughs> Between the two of you. little harmony. Yep. <laughs> so are you a baritone, bass, tenor? I, I, I am a bass. I am a bass singer. With the COVID, I've seen with a couple of different groups here in town, and with the COVID, we've had a, a lot of issues trying to get people together and doing it. So oh, we're yeah, kind I bet of, so. We're kind of um, not really working a whole lot right now on it, but, uh, I, yeah, I do sing bass. Yeah, well, you'll have to give us a demonstration one of these days. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, you've been at the city for a while. How many years? I'm 31 years. 31 years. That is a very long time. So can you kind of walk me through your career path, and how did you get to 31 years? You know, um, I came to the city. I saw it as a stepping stone. Um, I was I was fairly young, didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. And I uh, was looking for a full-time job because I wanted to be married and and uh, and and raise a family, and I felt like I needed a full-time job before I would right. do that. I got here; it's a good group of people. So did you start in the water utilities? I actually did. I've, you actually I've been did. in the water department the whole time. Wow! I actually started off setting up uh, um, road warning signs for for water department jobs. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I moved into. Uh, just a guy down at the bottom of the ditch digging up water lines and mm-hmm. and uh, tapping tapping water mains for water meters and and eventually became a crew leader in the meter set crew. Uh-huh. Uh, spent some time there setting water meters for uh, new residents and new and, and new businesses around town. Uh, from there, uh, the boss at the time said, "You knew where all the new water lines are. We need a line locator." So I spent a few a few years doing line locate work. That was uh, that was interesting to me. Um, it it uh, it showed me. Um, uh, it, I guess it was easy for me to do because I could check off a box every day, and now I'm, I'm a box checker. I want to feel like I've got something accomplished. Uh, so th- that worked well for me for a while. Eventually, I felt like I probably ought to move on and and um, and try to be the leader. I felt like I should be. Mm-hmm. Um, and moved into a uh, crew leader job. Um, I was taking care of a crew and eventually a couple of crews and then eventually all the crews yeah. <laughs> as I moved into the supervisor job. <laughs> well, 31 job. years, you know. I've been, yeah, it's been a while. And, and um, 
I like what I do. I like the people I work with. Uh-huh. Uh, that's what makes that one. That's what makes uh, what I do gratifying. Um, it, I never in in the beginning thought it would matter uh, to me that our customers had good water, and that uh, we made all the regulations and all the and all the important stuff that we have to mm-hmm. to, to be compliant. Never thought that that would matter. And sometime along the line, it, I went. This makes a difference. It makes a difference oh, for yeah. our citizens and our community. So it, it made a difference for me. It made it easy for me once I once that clicked to do my job daily and to try to make sure I got those now those that work for me see that same point of view and do the and and do the same things that I've been doing for years. So so what do you do on a daily basis? What does a day in the life of Kelly Hitch look like? Usually starts off with email, then uh, crew assignments, then more email. Uh, more email um then answering questions for crews or customers Mm -hmm. lots lots of lots uh, of customers lots of customer calls and questions uh take care of a lot of those during the day um and more email and following following up on um on the crews, what they're doing, make sure they're doing things the right way. So they're still the ones putting in the meters and digging up the water lines. That's and correct. All the stuff that you've been doing for 31 years. Now yep. you, you're you're seeing it from, you're, you're making the assignments as opposed to actually going out and doing the work. Yeah, that's correct. Well, and there's some other components that you're involved in, like ordering the parts when there's a water line break when, or when a meter has to be set and scheduling and all of that. So it's not just the crew assignment that you're involved in, but every little component of what they're going out there doing. Well, as well as, as some review of new construction, as well as new construction standards, as Paula could <laughs> contest to. We've been doing it for hours the last couple of days. Uh, That's why Kelly I, is re- referencing it. Yeah, because uh-huh. I keep a, I keep saying on our Zoom call, "Hey Kelly, what's what's the answer to this?" <laughs> <laughs> so so you are the you help make sure that the new houses have water. Yeah, I mean we review we do the shutdown stuff for them to make connections for new new additions to the existing system. We work on all those. We make sure that all of the uh, all the valves in the work in the town work, all the hot fire hydrants work. All the meters are being uh, installed properly, the right direction, the right way. And so, so last week, uh, Thomas walked us through uh, kind of getting the water from Call Lake, uh, you know, all the way to the tap. So you're the one making sure that everybody's connected to all of those lines and that they have, you know, abundant and clean water. Yeah. That's and so. Yeah, Thomas. Thomas and his crew make sure that they had that that it's made properly and it's and it's like it's supposed to be and gets out to those towers and pump stations, mm-hmm. and then my guys make sure they get to the tap into the house. Uh, make sure that when when the customer turns that tap on that they have the water they need. It's the right pressure and it's the right quality for what they need it for. One one of the things too, Sherry, if you can't tell, um, Kelly is very engaging uh-huh. when he talks. So, you know, you had mentioned customer service, and we have the standards of excellence that um, a group of the city employees put together for all city employees. And with Kelly and all of the customers that he is encountering on a daily basis, whether it's 
his co-workers or his employer or the citizen water mm-hmm. customer who is using the water and expecting that. Um, I think he's a really good one to talk about these standards that we have and what customer service means to him. So if, you've, if you're not familiar with the standards of excellence that the city of Stillwater has uh, adopted, I'm going to read a sentence to you. The city of Stillwater is responsible for providing responsive, high-quality, and efficient municipal services to enhance the community's quality of life. We do this by being connected, performance-driven, proud, respectful, responsive, and trustworthy. So those are the traits that we expect all of our employees to showcase, not only to one another, as you said, but also to our citizens. And so uh, so Kelly deals with citizens. So let's talk a little bit about what is customer service, why it's important, and why it's important to you uh, to make sure you do it well. Lots of times we're the first contact that a customer has with the city because when something, not only when something goes wrong, but when there's things going on, lots of times me or the guys that work under me are the first person that the customer's going to see. So that's why customer service is so important. Like if they if they don't have water, they turn if the they tap on well, if, and it doesn't come on or... If, lots, lots of reasons, um, you know, if, it, if they don't have water, if we've been out and fixed a water leak and dug up their front yard. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and they didn't know it was there. They came home from work, and there's a big, a big mud hole in their yard. And it happens from time to time. Um, that customer service tells, those, tells the people that we were here. We, we were doing our jobs. We apologize for the mess. But if we don't, if we don't handle those situations correctly, then they escalate quickly. Oh, so, yeah. So we expect our guys to, to be able to, to speak to a customer. Uh, to have the right attitude, no matter what, even when even when people get frustrated because it happens it is sometimes. frustrating. Yeah, it does happen sometimes, and to try to talk with the customers in a fashion that is positive, so that when we're done, they feel like things are going to be handled and taken care of. Because they are. Yeah. Eventually, uh, sometimes some things take longer than others, but eventually they're all going to be as close to back to normal as we can make them. He hit on something I want to go a little further on, too, is our customers have the expectation that we provide the water to them. Right. The, when the tap mm-hmm. turns on. But there's also the expectation that our customers have, as do each one of us, that we are doing the best job we possibly can for them in providing that. So he mentioned a mess. It sometimes happens when you show up at the end of your work day and you've had a rough work day or not. And there's this pile of dirt sitting beside your driveway because the city has been out there and done something. Oh my, what has happened? Get Mm -hmm. the phone call. It's it's the personalities like Kelly's and his crews and his teams Mm -hmm. that he's leading that have that We'll talk you through it. We'll explain what's happening. It's not just a, oh, well, we were out there and we did this work, so don't worry about it. Right. Here's what we're going to do to fix it. Here's what we're going to do to take care of it. We hope you will be satisfied if not. And I think that's where the extra mile goes Mm -hmm. from Kelly and his folks because this is a daily occurrence and encounter with them, and it speaks volumes for what is the reputation of the city and going right. out there and doing work and saying they're going to do something, take care of it, and then the follow-through. Right, because the city is funded by sales tax and the, the rates that they pay for their utilities. So this is service that, that they've paid for already. Yeah. So having good customer service 
is kind of expected because I'm actually paying for this. In yeah, one the ratepayers the they expect us to do uh, to do the things we're supposed to do, and and to treat them the way that they feel like they need to be treated. So you said you've worked for the city for 31 years in the water department. So learning this customer service over the years has has it evolved for you? Yeah, I don't. I, I don't know. I couldn't. I couldn't say a date because yeah. um, it's an ev I'll, I'll evolution. Be I'll be honest. After this many years, some of them kind of run together. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't take thirty-one, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, customer service is the same way with that. You've got to. Um, there's a point where you go. I can't just push them off. Yeah. Or send them to your supervisor. There's a. There's a point where you go. I can handle this, and the supervisor doesn't have to worry about it. And I'll tell him about it when I get back to the shop, and so he knows what's going on. Right. But that—that's the evolution. You start off maybe calling the supervisor every time, and then—and then you go. I've heard him. I've heard him talk to people and, and, and explain things. I can do this, and that's how it evolved for me. Um, a matter of taking responsibility, not only for me, but for the guys that work under me for what they do. I do have a question. This is a little bit different. Why, if a, if a citizen walked up to you and said, Kelly, why, why should I care about where our water comes from, how clean it is as it goes through the system, and where it goes? What would you tell them? Because it all, it all has to do with the safety of you and your family. If it's not done correctly, if it's not sent through the system in the right, right way, if it's not treated properly, it can make your family sick. The quality issue there is the big thing. Uh, people... People may not realize when we finish with clear water, it's it's better than than it could be any other way. If you got it from a water well, and it wouldn't be as clear and as and as high quality as what we put out of, at the plant. And on the other end of that, once it's gone through the wastewater treatment plant and we're putting it back in the stream downstream, it's as good a quality as it was when we put it in the system for you to drink. Wow. So um, so we're good stewards. Have to be good stewards. Mm -hmm. And yeah. we're looking to take care of our neighbors downstream. Right. Yeah, good point. It's, if you really think about it, water, water and wastewater systems are just recycling water as it goes down, this, down the chain. The water that we pull out of the river goes through our plant, through our system, through our wastewater plant, goes back into the river again. Yeah, I think a lot of people may not put that all together. It's like the water comes and we don't get rid of it. No. I mean, it's not, it's not discarded somewhere. It's, it's cleaned up and used again. Yeah, that, that's uh, correct. Yeah, it is. So, awesome. Yeah. Um, so, is there anything I didn't ask you that you would like to share with us? Wow, I'm not. I'm. I don't know that I'm forward thinking enough to ask enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have busy days, and you're you just take care of everybody. Uh, that's what I'm paid for to make sure we get things done and that we do things the right, proper way, and that's I, that's what my job is. Awesome. That is reassuring when you think about it that that there's so many people on our staff that have that attitude and have the longevity. Yes. I think I think having the knowledge of our system, the way it functions, the way mm -hmm. it operates, what the expectations and requirements are and the knowledge of how to make it happen yeah. out there for our customers. Right. That's, that's such an invaluable piece of, of this organization as well. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for being our guest today. Thank you. So if we invited you back, would you come? Uh, sure. Sure. <laughs> you have to sing for your supper the next time. Okay, well, give me, give me a heads up so I have something prepared. All right. <laughs> we have a commitment. <laughs> <Yeah. Yay. laughs> it's, it's going to be a duet because Paula has a beautiful voice too. I'm telling you. So, well, thanks, Kelly. Thank and you very we'll much. see you next time.
to the mailbox. So every week we receive questions from uh, Facebook, Twitter, uh, email, sometimes even a phone call. So our first question this week, Paula, is how do I turn my water off to do a home repair? Oh, that's a really good question. And it happens quite a bit. It does. And you know what? This may be a really good video that we could do. We have one. See? There you go. I've got a public service announcement setting ready to go. Good. Well, as soon as I give the answer, then we can get that video out. We'll attach it. Okay. We can attach it to the, uh, the podcast. All right. So, really good question, Sherry. So, first, if you have a, a shutoff valve on your side of the meter, not on the street side of the meter, but on your house or your business side of the meter, you or your plumber can use that to shut off your water. However, if you don't have that shutoff valve, then the city can be uh, contacted and uh, we can go out there and shut off the meter for you. You can contact the city at 405-533-8048. What if it's after hours? So we do have after hours calls. Typically that happens if it's in an emergency situation to where you need to make that after hours call. Like my garage is flooding. Yes. You can also contact a plumber if it's after hours and they can go out there and they can take care of it. One of the things in an emergency situation, be sure the next day you or your plumber uh, contact the city about getting a permit if any work has been done. Okay. Okay. That is good advice. I do have one more piece of that. If you do not have the customer side shutoff valve on your side of the meter you call the city at that same number 405-533-8048 you make an appointment the city will go out there and install one at no charge if to you, you don't have one if you, you do not have one yeah. yes awesome. and we would encourage you to do that yeah that would probably be very helpful yes all right well we're just going to continue the water theme today well, all let's the way do it. through question number two how often should i water my lawn And are there any water restrictions if I want to water it a lot? So right now, the city does not have any restrictions on water usage. Um, If you do like a really lush green, which surprisingly, this summer, lawns have been pretty lush and green. Yeah, they have. Even this week, we had quite a bit of rain. Yeah. Um, So you probably didn't need to water as much this summer, but if you do like those Mm -hmm. really plush, lush green lawns, Payne County OSU Cooperative Extension Center has excellent resources that are available Mm. they can be contacted online their website is oces.okstate.edu slash pain and that's p-a-y-n-e that's the name of our county here (laughs) yeah well that's where you can find the the recommendations on how often to water it will also depend on the grass that you've got because some like the hot and some like the wet and yeah, but uh, I think a lot of people, you know, in other communities, there are a lot of restrictions on yes, watering your lawns, uh, when you can water, what street, what side of the street you're on. What time there, of day. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. lots of things like that. So just to kind of reiterate that, so Stillwater does not have any restrictions. We do not have any restrictions at this time. Yeah. It has been 
a long time since we have mm -hmm. had any water usage restrictions. And usually that's in very serious times of drought. Right. When we are having to save the water that's available mm -hmm. for the drinking water. Absolutely. All right. Well, another great episode. Thank you, Paula. Yes. Thank you. Thanks for listening to FYI Stillwater. If you like this episode, help us out and give us a like or share us with your friends. Stay tuned for our next podcast. If you have a question for City Hall, email news at stillwater.org, and in the next podcast, we'll answer a few of them. FYI Stillwater is available on our website at stillwater.org, Spotify, and just about anywhere else you enjoy your podcast.